baby. Have I got a special guest for you guys today. Please welcome my pal Jeffro to the program. How's it going, Jeremiah? Good, dude. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. We're live in uh, somewhere in Southern California. I know. Feels good. Making it happen? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffro is an exciting guest uh, for me and the show just because... Um, I usually have a lot of comedians on, and uh, you're a funny dude, but uh, the reason why you're here, a very talented musician that uh, I've known for years, and uh, we just became kind of friends through uh, our buddy Brian Woods and like the comedy scene, and like adjacently, we both have like mutual friends. We kept kind of running into each other through the yeah. scene, and uh, you've helped me uh, on multiple music projects with mm. like Pat Reagan, Reagan Watkins. That's right. Uh, making beats for us. Uh, like giving us creative input and stuff like that on multiple things and uh yeah and you're a grammy winner oh yeah i've been part of a couple grammys yeah i mean i've contributed that's pretty that's pretty dope man thanks man i think you're the first grammy artist on the show Ooh. okay yeah all right feels good right <laughs> it's gonna feel Hopefully like a dressed that I mean, you look good. All right. You look way better than me. I got to say that. <laughs> I got my backwards hat on, but dope shirt. <laughs> it works. Red yeah. and blue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Team red, team blue. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, you have a new song coming out uh, called Want It So Bad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I-, I was thinking it would be cool that uh, if you're down, would you be down to play a little bit of it? Uh, let me think about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, man, let's do it. Let's get a little taste. Okay. This is going to be the acoustic version, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everywhere I go, oh, oh, I got voices in my head. Trying to tell me no, oh, no, leading me to the edge. Got so many years, oh, oh, but I don't know where to begin. I'm dying inside, there's no love coming in. Oh, I want to know, oh, am I chasing nothing? Is it a dream? Should I quit before I get in too deep? All these demons got me doubting everything I won't believe them, no I won't believe them, no When you want it so bad You risk everything for something that you never had Growing your way through the jungle And you lead from the struggle When they holding you back You won't settle for half when you want it so bad Face to face with your fears When nobody else understands Taking your way through the jungle And you lead from the struggle When they holding you back You gotta go get that bag When you want it so bad That's just a little taste for you Yeah, alright Heck yeah, dude 
<clears throat> Thanks for playing us a little preview. Of course. And then uh, that comes out on all platforms on May 26th. It's going to be out on May 26th. Cool. From the Spotify's to the TikToks to, yeah. And I've listened to the full version mm. and uh, sounds great, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's funky. It's not like how I just provided it right now. But yeah. It's, it's a funky little yeah, dance it's, track. It's got, it moves. Yeah. yeah. I like the acoustic version too, though. Yeah. It's actually yeah. my first time doing it. I think I flubbed up some of the lyrics, but um, we won't tell anybody. Oops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I'm so good at making like stoner music, like just shit that you can like, uh, I don't know, sit on the couch and eat a bag of chips to sure. <laughs> smoke a joint. Uh, yeah. By the way, check out Jeffro's stuff like online. You've got a ton of music out that uh, a lot of different genres and stuff that you kind of hit too. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the production, for sure. Right. For sure. I'm, right. uh, I'm producing a lot of R&B stuff, a lot of... Um, uh, yeah, from EDM to rock to even some hip hop, you know, a little bit of everything. But nice. um, yeah, yeah. So again, this this song is gonna be fun because it's like it took me out of my comfort zone. I was like, no more, no more chilling and relaxing. Now now we gotta like actually move. Right. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Go get that bag. That's right. Right. Always. That's what they're saying at least. Heck yeah. I love that uh, you brought a guitar. Anytime, anytime a guest brings instruments to your boy i'm always excited you brought a guitar you brought a sax and i i've got keys set up uh, over you are a, right. a very talented multi-instrumentalist uh artist it's pretty cool yeah man uh i started on the keys and then um the saxophone like kind of led me to other things and then uh you know guitar is just like who doesn't want to play guitar at some point in their life you know so of course yeah once i picked it up i was 12 and um from there it was just like uh learning uh as much as i could by ear you know starting with nirvana of course like a lot of people and then uh yeah was that one of the first songs that you learned on guitar was a nirvana song it was uh penny royal t do you know that one no uh -uh. yeah you it's on uh in utero okay um yeah that's a good one uh it's when you learn how to do bar chords uh bar chords are do you play guitar I do not great, but you know those are the those are the bitching chords. They hurt when you yeah. first start doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's like death on your yeah pointer finger. Yeah. Of course. And how old were you? I was twelve when I picked oh, up the guitar. Oh, dude! So yeah. they were killing your fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, once I once I kind of like got used to it, then I was like, oh shit, you can learn like almost any song by doing the bar chords. So right. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it all began, and then um. Uh, yeah, I was like 15 and 16 when I was like writing lyrics, terrible lyrics. And um, I was uh, rapping and I was attempting to sing. I've always had the pitch, like, uh, but I just didn't know how to physically do it right, I guess. And right. then like that took a little time and um, and here we are, you know. Yeah, you wrote the, uh, the um, like you composed the instrumental for uh, the My Name is Jeremiah off the uh, Reagan Watkins album. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. had a good time doing that that was fun it was fun man yeah. yeah you're really fun to work with and bounce off of we had to uh uh find the the correct hey hey oh hey. yeah i had a whole like folder of those of and course like mm, that one's uh yeah. this yeah. is too is too excited it's too breathy I yeah don't know. yeah this one's too low <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a genre oh it definitely the hey is genre. yeah that hey genre <laughs> yeah just the shouting stuff in the background the yeahs and different stuff like that i've tried to do it it doesn't it doesn't come off threatening enough no no yeah. you have to have a certain timber in your voice yeah otherwise it's like hey hey yeah <laughs> hey hey guys <laughs> yeah, yeah man you need that, like, ah, ah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that was great. And I love the video for that, too. The video is hilarious. That was a fun one. I, yeah. I ended up um, putting um, the instrumental in that to uh, my special, Jeremiah Watkins Family Reunion, because uh, mm. I was like, we already made the dope instrumental for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I might as well. Like, that's how, like, that's on the credits of the special. So it's like, boom, credits. Yep. And, yep. It's the way to do it. I love it. It has energy, too. It's perfect for that. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I use it for, like, the, the teaser for it and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was dope, man. Hell yeah, man. And then we also did the pizza song, uh, which was basically your idea, but uh, we put it together, and um, that, that one cracks me up to this day. Yo, I still love that it. was one that um, we never made a video for it, and I oh. wish we would have because it's such a fun song. Mm. It's such, like, a ridiculous fun song. We... We put that together for uh, when Pat and I did this uh, this NBC show called Bring the Funny. Um, <laughs> the name of that. I always hated the name of that. Yeah. Uh, but we had some good friends uh, who made it far on that show. Uh, but we were prepping that song for the second round of that competition. Mm. And then we got cut the first round and we're like, ah. So we did it live. When we did it live, it would crush. Mm-hmm. When Anytime we played it, like the clubs and stuff like that, like it would do yeah. really freaking well. Yeah, we saw that. I brought my friends that one night. That was amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's definitely one of those crowd pleaser songs yeah. for sure. I mean, it's a, it's a medley of different impressions and stuff like that. So, And who doesn't like pizza? Oh, come on, man. Come on. It's hard. It's I don't know if I've I've ever met somebody who's told me at least to my face that they don't like pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's people out there that I'm sure don't like pizza, but I don't think I'm friends with them. <laughs> yeah, for good reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the type of person you don't want to see at your deathbed. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's scary. Yeah, I mean they are death. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they are the Grim Reaper. If they don't like pizza, they must be dead inside. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh what do you say we hop around uh, on some different instruments and see what uh what we can come up with? That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um let's let's uh reach for this Casio keyboard. It's in front of me. I think that's a good way to start it okay, off. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. All right. Love it. Jeffro, how we doing today? It's a little bit hot outside And it's a little bit hot inside We got all these lights and they're making me sweat Well you got that shirt that makes you sweat But it's okay now cause I'm Playing a Casio keyboard It's my favorite Much better than that Yamaha Or Kawasaki (laughs) You gotta be careful with the Kawasaki Be careful with the Kawasaki Gotta be careful with the car, with the car, sake. Do you drink sake, by the way? I don't. Um, do you, by the way? Oh, it's so sneaky. It's sneaky. It's sneak up on you, right? Yeah, it's a sneaky sake. Kawasaki, why are you so a sneaky keyboard? Are you a sneaky keyboard because you got sake in your name?
words, bro. Have you been um have you been following all this uh this Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff? A little bit. A little bit. It's uh it's so weird. It's so weird. He's he's pretty hilarious. He's just like oh, spot dude. on. He literally like is laughing at like what they're coming up with. Mm-hmm. I just saw this video where like the lawyer was like, and did you see Johnny urinating in the foyer? He was calling it a foyer, first of all, <laughs> instead of a foyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, did you see him urinating in the foyer? And the yeah. guy's like, no. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, it's so crazy. Wasn't there for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, doesn't she testify or something? Yeah, they probably already began that. So, oh, it's yeah. gonna. Those clips are gonna be insane. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, just as good though. Oh yeah, I mean, I I just enjoy watching that guy, just Johnny Depp, talk and his mm-hmm. reactions. Yeah. The amount of he's always trying to like not smile. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's constantly doing this thing where. He, he's like, he's like trying to be stoic, but he keeps like kind of like cracking yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know, he's like, like trying to hold it in. Like he's trying to like, they're like, okay, we'll give you a thousand dollars if you don't smile right now. He's like, okay. Uh. <laughs> he's trying to like keep the joy inside. I love his dark uh, glasses too. Yeah. He needs those to read or see the screen or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Darker yeah. than mine. Yeah. Yeah. It always cracks me up. What kind of prescription you working with, man? <laughs> well, uh, for me though, I don't even know what I'm. I'm blind as shit. Like yeah. You just yeah. You just turned into a blur right now. Oh, yeah. if I took out my contacts, you'd be a blur for oh, sure. Oh damn, contacts. Oh yeah. Oof. I've had those contacts for a long time. I wanna I, someday. I, I want to do the the laser eye surgery thing, the LASIK. Yeah. I, I I want to do that too, but I hear that it um it goes away after a while, and then you have to do it again. So I don't know if I want to do that experience twice. Yeah, but is it one of those things where will it last five to ten years or right? That's the thing is like I hear it's supposed to be a decade, but then like the older you get, it's like less and less. Right, yeah. right, right. And then there's you know there's a higher chance of like you uh, it fucking up your vision apparently. But I might just be inventing shit. I'm not really, <laughs> right. I've heard like one bad scenario and it eventually got correct. Well, of course, like the, the one, the one bad one is the one that is going to stick out. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. When you were learning piano and stuff, did you have to learn or did you want to, or did you uh, learn a lot of covers? Like some people start like by learning covers and stuff like that. Yeah. Or... No, I was, um, I was into it because, um, my two older brothers were playing. So I think I just naturally wanted to do what they were doing and yeah. I just did the whole, you know, children's bullshit, uh, classically trained eventually. And then, um, the cover stuff just straight up came from the guitar. And then, um, uh, when I played, uh, saxophone, that's when I started learning how to do jazz Mm -hmm. and like learn how to improvise. And, um, so that kind of like carried over into the piano and eventually just, you know, developing more on, on like the jazz side of things. And I'm like the type that like nowadays I will listen to jazz music like when I'm washing the dishes or some shit like right. it's perfect, perfect like you know put some funky jazz on in the background. But um, I went to a music school and like everybody's like, so who do you listen to? Like who's your favorite piano player? And I'm just like, uh, I just I just play it. I don't really listen to it sure. as much, you know. So I always felt and, awkward. And, and people get disappointed when you yeah, say that. Yeah, they yeah, they really yeah. do. So I would just like start like mimicking whatever the the most popular answer was, you know. Sure. I mean, I know who these people are now, right? But uh, yeah, 
uh, I'd just be like, yeah, Miles Davis, you know. <laughs> Did he just say Miles <laughs> Davis? <laughs> oh, Mile, Mile Davis. Oh, it's plural. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Mile Davy. <laughs> he's, he's one of the greats. <laughs> he can blow, man. Yeah, yeah. That cat can blow, man. <laughs> just starting to use all, all the jazz terms to yeah, try and yeah. fit in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That cat's uh, cat-like. Yeah, exactly. That cat's... Uh, well, he's got cat skills, yeah. <laughs> that's what he got. <laughs> I think that's how he talked, too. Yeah, yeah. I heard some interviews. Yeah, he, he had that type of voice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> what uh, if um, if somebody was like, hey, I need to know five of your covers right now that you could just bust out at any time. Do you have any of those like uh, in the Rolodex? Ooh, that, that's a... I should have thought about that a little bit more before I came here, but um, what I used to do is like we would have a campfire... And like people just shouted out what they wanted to hear, what their favorite song was, and as long as I've heard it, I could probably play it. Really? You know? Yeah, we used we used to do like um, that's guess, a fun exercise. We would do the guest guess that uh, guess that rap song, and I play like like a rap beat on the guitar, and you know, be like, oh, that's nothing but a G thing or whatever, you know. Could we? Could we? Do we you could do that? Can we, we try this with on keys? We could do it on the keys too. Yeah. Let's let's see if I can guess that tune. Okay. So uh, shit. On the spot, I can't think of anything. Um, any any genre you can suggest? Something that you're. What about classic rock or oldies? Okay. Classic rock or oldies. You know it, yeah. Black and black. Yeah, there you go. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's... Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? You can play at home. I'll, I'll even. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna leave a gap of space before I guess to see if you guys could guess along with us. And now we have a fun interactive game going. Okay, like here it. we go. There we go. We just solved that one. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's very classic. Oh. Oh, frick. Oh, I can't remember. I know this. And then, uh... at home know this one i cannot think of this one come on baby light my fire oh yeah, light my fire i believe dang yep mm-hmm the doors the doors yep i'm one in one right now <laughs> let's see uh here's a good one I'm trying to think of ones that are like a little challenging Floyd Money, baby. One of the amazing sax solo on this song. Absolutely. Uh, I've never been able to play it. It's crazy. That whole, yeah, that, that sax solo is amazing. It's unbelievable, and then dude. whoever that dude was, he's on like the whole album, too. Yeah. Just I mean, there's nuts. some crazy, yeah, that guy is next level. Yeah. Okay, so you got two. Okay, I'm two for three two. right now. Um, I'm mad that I didn't get the doors um well here's another one that's this might be easy 
Do you guys know this one at home? Classic baby, one of my favorite moments of uh, of Wayne's World when it says uh, "No Stairway to Heaven" on, on no the stairway. What denied? <laughs> uh, Steely Dan, that might be. I I, I got to practice. Before yeah, that I, would that would be hard for me too. I'm not a, a, I'm not a huge Steely Dan. I, I mean, I like Steely Dan, but I'm not like huge knowledge on on his Rolodex. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps. Oh shit, it's weird because like now classic rock kind of includes the 90s i'm Dude, seeing some of that on this list isn't that doesn't that make you feel freaking old bro yeah it makes that me happened sad. to me the other day like i was listening to the radio and like they started playing some songs i'm like what the frick i i was listening to this when i was like a little kid or like even a teenager yeah i'm like what is happening uh perhaps this one yeah Are you? This is on that list. That's insane. Yeah. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? I didn't mean to call you that. me. Please tell me. Please tell me why. My car is in. gone oh man <laughs> that sounded like the middle school play ending the <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that was lit right there that was lit bro heck yeah. yeah that yeah that's crazy that's on that classic rock list they were ahead of their time with that phrase too they were lit and now everybody's saying shit's lit oh dude i know i never really like dwelled hey, on man. that before you know and a lot of people probably aren't dwelling on that that they were ahead of their time <laughs> <laughs> i think of not many people <laughs> What about this one? Um, I gotta remember. It's been a while since I've listened to some of these bands. Sure. But like the lyrics, I believe are. That's Seattle rock, right? Well. Yeah. Gonna get some talk about and put it in my mouth later. Yeah, talk yeah. about that's right. I yeah, always yeah. wonder where he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Gonna get him in door and then I gotta get a number two and I gotta gotta regret it later. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh huh. What was his name? Eddie Vedder. <laughs> that guy. I know who it is. <laughs> all right, let's get one more. I mean, we all gotta right, get, this we gotta get all, this is for all the Marvels guys mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. home. What what are you faring so far? Oh, what was that song called? Even flow. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Even flow. Yeah, yeah. Something you have after eating Taco Bell. If yes. You, if you're even flow. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. My bowels are gonna empty on the floor. Mm-hmm. Sing it, sister. <laughs> That's the first time uh, another straight white male has told me sing it, sister, and it <laughs> felt pretty dang good. 
Some people call me the space cowboy Some call me the gangster of love Some people call me Maurice What? <laughs> and it's right, well right where we belong Before we say who the band is, do you know who the band is? That is the Steve Miller Band. Yes, sir. I love that song. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. My mom, uh, that brings back a lot of good memories. My mom had uh, Steve uh, Miller Band's greatest hits uh, on CD in our car growing up, and that was like in constant rotation. Yep. That, uh, there's uh, Best of Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Uh, the Beatles one like anthology, all that. Yeah. Uh, there's Backstreet Boys. There's In Sync. <laughs> Who did you like better between those two? You know, back in the day, I was a Backstreet Boys guy. As I got older, I realized that In Sync was the better group. Mm. But I was all about Backstreet Boys. Like we freaking, oh my goodness, we played yeah. the crap out of that CD. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And they're back. I mean, like they predicted. Who would have thought? Not a lot of boy bands follow through with that shit. A uh, lot no, of them no. break up and they they stay that way. Well, dude, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where the, those kind of teen heartthrob songs they they hit a little different when you're singing them as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit different vibe when a yeah. full grown man with a beard, tattoos, and kids yeah. <laughs> singing that song. Yeah, your life experience certainly takes over and the the lyrics take on a new meaning yeah. yeah i mean show me the meaning of being lonely i mean those guys have had some some dark times over the years now i can tell you the meaning of being lonely it's uh sunday night watching netflix no shirt wearing your shame blanket crying into your pizza what's a shame blanket <laughs> i don't know shame blankets are kleenexes for me <laughs> Just jerking off into shame blankets all the time. That's what I call Kleenex, bro. Endless. Shame. Endless. Endless supply. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, That's dude. living the good life right there. What was some some of uh, the first bands uh, when you were like a teenager that you were like like really vibing with where you're like, I got to go buy this CD or I got to go like find a way to download this online? Um, Right. Because it was CDs for sure. Right. CDs. Um, I mean, I was into like all the all the grunge for sure. Okay, you know, like um, also it was it was cool because like my my brother had a extensive CD collection and records, and so I could always just like grab his and like yeah. always had access to whatever he was listening to. So he turned me on to like the classics like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and that you know when I started like uh, experimenting with substances, that sort of became my world. But before that, it was definitely the grunge and then like um even before that when i was in third grade i was it was hip-hop like you know I, I memorized my first rap verse probably 10 years old 
uh, a group called Arrested Development. Mm. Um, and they have a song called People Every Day. I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about. But if you do, big props. Heck yeah. And uh, yeah, and then of course, Dr. Dre. And like, I was like, this was hell actually yeah. right before. Hell yeah. This was before I was like owning CDs or had my first mm -hmm. uh, CD player. I, uh, this was like uh, cassette tape. Tape on the radio. I still think that one of the best hooks of all time is from Still DRE. Yeah. Love that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, <laughs> yep, classic. Dre D, ah, <laughs> dude, I love that song. What's my motherfucking name? Snoop Doggy. That's, Dog an that's another good one too. Uh, <laughs> Fahim Anwar. Do you know that comic? Who is it? Fahim Anwar. Do you I know, think that I know comedian? that name? Yeah. So he's at the comedy store a lot. He's mm -hmm. like done stand up on the spot and stuff over the oh, years. Okay, so, right. I actually, so you might have seen him at like one of the, like the three club shows or like mm. at one of the the other uh, venues that we used to do it at. Um, but uh, he has this great bit. I don't even know if he does anymore. But he has this bit about um, like what happened. What happens to all of the girls who just do those two line hooks on rap songs? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like in the booth thinking that their life is gonna change mm -hmm. forever, and then like that's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a sad Snoop world. Dog. Like so, he's he has his act out of the girl doing the Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, line. perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, the music industry, man. It's uh, it's. I don't know which one is the best at breaking dreams. I think the music industry might be the worst or the best, whatever. Well, that's what's, that's what's interesting is so like we've been on different paths for like a long time, like but we've known, uh, dude. I, how long have I known you now? It's it feels like a long time. Yeah, it's, like almost a decade. I feel I like I think it was a decade or is a decade. Yeah, and. I'm sure we can verify that by text messages and whatnot. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah. But um, I think that's about correct because there's a lot of people that I know that I'm like, okay, I've known them for a minute and you look back and it's like, no, that's been 10 years. And yeah. I feel like that feels the same here. Because we used to uh, hang at my old place like on Coango and Brian used to live there. Mm. So like I, that had to have been at least yeah. close to 10. It's somewhere around like seven, uh, between eight and 10, I think. And that's basically how I met all of y'all because i I'm, I'm i'm friends with kareem who i grew up with and we he he probably invited me to your show like I probably kind of how it began yeah because yeah. kareem and brian were helping me out uh with stand up on the spot mm -hmm. like literally <laughs> they were so cool so how we know each other i had neighbors who when i was running stand up on the spot because i've been running that show now since 2010 which is like insane to think about mm -hmm. but uh they saw that I was basically wearing too many hats. They're like, mm. dude, I feel like like we were already friends and we were, we were like, I was hanging out with them and they saw me do a show and they saw me like running around. They saw me putting up the lineup. They saw me like like giving like, like literally I would mix CDs of what I wanted each comic to come up to for their music to go to the stage. I put in like so much thought yeah. for every little part of the show, like really, mm -hmm. really like hands-on producing like every little part that I could. Wow. And Brian and Kareem were like, yo, you need help. Mm. 
like let us help you we're not looking for anything of it we're like we're just homies we want to help out Damn. and that's how it started out like they um uh like when i started promoting it outside of second city at a different venue mm -hmm. i literally told them i'm like i don't know how to promote if that makes sense wow and they're like well we have friends who've been in the area we'll start with that mm -hmm. and then like Hopefully we'll build out the show like in different ways and stuff like that. And they 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 were instrumental in starting to help me get people who I didn't know and were not in my network of friends to the show that were just actual people in the audience. Because mm -hmm. comics, you can't rely on any comics, especially early on, to bring anybody of yeah. of quality to a show mm -hmm. because they're like you use it up too fast in your first year of comedy. You use mm -hmm. all your favors yep. to be like, oh, come to my show. And then you realize like, oh, I should have held on to some of those asks yeah. for the good shows that I'm on now. So when I was hosting that show, the first, like after I'd been done doing it at Second City, we started moving around and they started helping me uh, like get butts and seats. They would buy beer for the show yeah, and hand it uh -huh. out at the show and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And we used to charge literally like $5, like right. just to, and some, some of the shows were free. We just wanted to get people yeah. into the show and yeah i think that's, we just kind of that's amazing i love hearing that because i i guess i never knew fully the whole origin of how that came into place yeah i could definitely see that because i know you kill it in so many ways and i could see that like they're like yo bro let us help you make this run smoother right that's great yeah so they would have like the like actual system of a list and mm -hmm. like brian was like let's like get a website going for this thing and like just yeah. like producer stuff that like there's sometimes too much like on the talent side of things. Like mm. when you're already hosting, it's already a lot to think about, but yeah. he's like, let me just take some of this pressure off and let's just start doing yeah. that. And, uh, when, I, when we left second city, I'd ran it there for a couple of years and it like, uh, got a lot of great shows out of there and it kind of ran its course. I was already kind of graduated out of there. Uh, that's when the show, it started to be hard to get butts and seats because in second city, I would promote it inside the classrooms and it would be easy to get 50 people mm. in the theater because they would just walk over from the classroom to the theater after their wow. their class. Okay, yeah. So like it was sold out and like easy every show. I was mm -hmm. like, man, this is amazing. Like this is what it's like to produce shows in LA. Mm -hmm. And then when I took it to another venue, it was so hard. Yeah. 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 Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I can relate in certain ways about, like, doing too many things and whatnot. I used to, like, play my shows when I first moved to L.A. and, like, just uh, fucking carry my big Han Solo big-ass case uh, with my synthesizer in it. And yeah. And shit, it'll rip your arm off. It's oh, so heavy. Of course. So I would have that, a guitar amp, two guitars, you know, acoustic, electric, whatever, yeah. for whatever I was doing at that time. And I'd be helping my lazy ass drummer friend bring his shit on the stage, you know. And like people were like, "Man, you also writing the songs? No, you're doing too much." Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to chill a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You start stretching yourself a little bit too thin, and then become, and then it ends up hurting your art. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But it's been cool, like over the years of of knowing you, to see your trajectory and like. You've worked with some really cool artists, like not only on the things that you have Grammys for, but just like in general, like mm -hmm. you've told me like some cool, I don't know, just stories over the years of, of different people who you've worked with. It's dope. Yeah. I mean, I've been fortunate to work with just people that I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe you exist. Like you're so good. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, I mean, most recently, um, one of my favorite artists, uh, at this time is, uh, uh, Pink Sweats and he's just incredible drummer and like you 
probably don't know that unless you see him live. But um, he's got the best voice. He can write his ass off. And just, you know, when we work together, he knows what he wants. You yeah. know, so he's just like, um, he knows how to push you too to give mm-hmm. him the best quality. So sure. It's, uh, I love that, you know, because then there's some people that like you just show up and you play him beats. And then there's other shit that like you feel like you're just, humming the melodies and trying to i don't i don't always do lyrics uh there's other people that specifically just do lyrics i just kind of like i i get in where how i fit in you know that type sure. of thing and um and yeah there's some people where you just have to like write the whole fucking song for them and then but they have the voice you know but right like, that's just like every artist is gonna be different and i just really appreciate the ones that like um they really know what what direction they're trying to go yeah and they can just lead the way and even though you're a producer and you're trying to help lead them, like they, it's like no, they they already got it. Just help guide them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when people know their voice, I mean, it helps a lot. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. 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 There's been all kinds of uh, incredible people I've gotten to work with. It's it's great. Um, and then uh, a lot of ones that are like you know just funny awkward moments. You know that uh, I I won't tell the Lenny Kravitz story because I've already told that too many times on podcast but let's just say that i mean this audience hasn't heard it so should i tell it i okay, think you me, should i mean every time i tell it i i i, I think I, I i okay i'm gonna do my best to not like embellish it too much but like <laughs> what it comes down to is um i had an amazing opportunity to uh work in the bahamas with uh CeeLo green yeah i've always been a fan of his and um when i got down there it was like it was like amazing setting of course but like they were trying to tell me like you know um there's like this british anr who i never met before and he's like hey jeff you know i love your tracks you know that and honestly they're like I, th- I think they're the best for the project i really do but um pharrell's coming tomorrow and i'm like did you just say pharrell oh that's fucking amazing like i got super excited he's like yeah yeah so you know it's gonna be uh the pharrell show so we're probably gonna um book you a flight home you know tomorrow you know and i'm like what what and like so my people got like pissed so like why are you trying to send him home he just got there yeah because they were just like yeah you know there's no need and now that we have pharrell yeah. why do we need jeffro that's yeah. disrespectful so, so I, even uh, though he's great it's like it's still like dude i just got here i what? just got there you know can like we, can we try to collaborate a little yeah, bit yeah yeah so you know keep going with it there was like lots of situations like i didn't have my own monitors and all this stuff so i'm like so how am i supposed to work like oh well you know we could go to the main island and ship some shit over here but it's probably not gonna happen like all right so i basically had to wait till everybody went to sleep and then go into the this this big room um the place was like owned by like some porn star or some shit just a big mansion right on the beach beautiful white sand pink sand whatever it is and um so I'm like waiting until people are sleeping. I just plug into the speakers and like that's when I made my beats was like two in the morning. And then like I would just try and find the moment to play it for CeeLo, who was really cool, by the way. He was just like open to everything. Fast forward the end of the trip. I got to stay because my people were like, no, he's fucking staying. You wanted him there. And um, it just felt like I was an outsider, but I was like just trying to deal with it the best I could. And uh Lenny Kravitz comes by because he lives on that island or I mean he lives a a couple places as we know and he just like showed up super fucking genuine dude and he like came up to me and was like I didn't get your name and um we had a quick chat and I was like yeah I'd love to I'd love to jam with you whatever but 
it was again one of those moments where they're like well we don't know who the fuck you are like we're gonna we're just gonna play over here and apparently what it all comes down to i was chilling and uh just just relaxing you know as the time's going by and like a low talker came up to me you know someone with a very very quiet voice and must have asked me for um uh if if lenny can borrow my guitar and i don't remember this at all um but apparently i said no and uh i found this out like a year and a half to two years later um it was like CeeLo's engineer saw me and you know first time since that bahamas trip he's like there he is like walking down the hall in the studio there he is mr too good to let lenny fucking kravitz use his guitar and i was like what are you talking about he's like oh yeah you said no man we remember we remember and i was like you gotta you gotta walk me through this man because i have yeah. no recollection of any conversation about me giving a guitar to anybody or whatever and why wouldn't they have a guitar you know like yeah i mean i don't know so yeah yeah that's what it comes down to and um then also the rest of that trip it was like it was, i was making friends but there was still some energy that I, I couldn't shake i'm like this trip is just weird and uh i flew home when lenny kravitz was having a barbecue and i was so pissed that i couldn't go to that barbecue i was like man that that, that could have been so much fun like chilling at lenny kravitz crib and like you know chopping it up so do you did you actually turn it down no no i honestly what, like what what happened i honestly think that what happened was like they were asking me if i don't know who knows like do you want pizza or some shit and i was like no 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 no, no i'm good i ate yeah yeah, know, yeah. Or whatever no, you like, know? Huh. yeah because like why why would i just be like no that dude but like that's 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 kind of my my strategy these days is like i was like just own it you know like a lot of things right you know anybody else sure no problem but not fucking no that dude not lenny no no you're like i gotta go (laughs) i gotta get away (laughs) give me the guitar (laughs) i say no 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 (laughs) but yeah man so um trying to think of other fun stories do you know kevin gates rapper yeah yeah, crazy rapper. He's awesome. Um, I played on some shit for for uh, one of his songs. I played bass on a song called uh, "Du Down." Uh, if anybody's listening and they they know hip hop, I really dicked that fucking bass yeah. guitar line down. Yeah, yeah. I, um, anyway, I once met him, but it was like in an awkward setting because um, we had this uh, secret men's restroom. It wasn't really secret, but it was like the one that it was less used and yeah there's only a handful private. of people that knew about yeah, it kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's less people around that area it was on the second floor of this big building we were on the third floor third floor one you don't want to go in there occasionally somebody's like getting their hair cut and shit and it's just like small and cramped and it's like this is awkward right gotta drop a deuce or something well one time i did have to and i'm going down to that um secret one and i'm like yep this is it just like can relax get a little me time do my thing like a normal person and uh somebody just comes walking in there and like he's on the phone he's like hold on hold on and then just goes up to the stall that i'm in he's like boom 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 who in there who in there boom boom i'm like what who in there jeffro (laughs) oh okay okay and then he just like went back to the urinal and continued his uh, 
phone call that I couldn't even understand what they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, anyway, yeah. But I was just like, all right, oh, it's Kevin Gates. I could tell by the, the <laughs> yeah. timbre in his voice. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of those stories, a lot of those, uh, yeah, interesting well, it's, it's things. cool. Yeah. You just, yeah, just working with different people over the years and stuff like that. One of your Grammys is with, uh, Jason Derulo. Is that you worked? With? No, it wasn't uh, not a Grammy with that, but I do have, um, I do have some songs with Jason Derulo. Yeah, yeah. What are the Grammys uh, currently that? Uh... So I was part of, um, I was part of Ziggy Marley's. Uh, That's right. A couple of different albums for him. That yeah. I, I got to, I got to write and, um, and uh, produce a little bit, and then uh, uh, Flume. Yeah. Flume had a song called "Never Be Like You." Um, so his album "Skin" was the one that took home uh, best electronic. Uh, dance album of uh whatever year that 2016 heck yeah. yeah so yeah yeah it's been it's been interesting for sure yeah, yeah. i mean the thing that what, what our, our paths mirror at times is a lot of highs and lows mm. like one second you're rubbing shoulders with like huge amazing artists and the next you're like okay back to square one like how am i gonna you know how am i gonna get this this song into people's ears and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. like, like it's, uh, it's cool, but it, I don't know. I, I love all the, the, the craziness of the ups and downs, like of going from, I literally did like a rooftop show the other night that was, nobody could hear the comics. Like it was mm-hmm. like, like I was like yelling at people, like there's a long cord. I, I grabbed it and I yelled at all the people at the bar to oh, like okay. try to like fight and listen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the next night, like, uh, like I was in the, at the La Jolla Comedy Store last night, I was headlining there, and it was just such a fun show. And it's just like, it's still, like, constantly, but that's, like, part of the adventure of it yeah. is, like, you never know, like, what that next yep. gig or that next show is going to be like. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. And, then, and then, you know, it's just, it's a real test, you know, of who's the best. You know, like, you have to put up with some shit. Everybody oh, does. Yeah. But, you know, like... And then when you get that when you get that good situation, like it's it just makes it so much fucking better. You yeah. Know? What do you say we play some a little bit of sax right now? Yeah, I did bring it. So yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Heck yeah.
jam that's good yeah started off as a nice conversation there i know yeah a little bit back and forth yeah. then some vibing yeah heck yeah dude it out man i like it yeah well um i want to do this uh final segment with you it's called sax talk oh sax talk so i want to welcome everybody to my yoga class It's gonna be some hot yoga. We're gonna be stretching. We're gonna be squealing. And most importantly, breathing. Now today, I'm gonna show you how to pick up a blueberry with your butthole. First, you start with a nice squat. Get your bearings straight. Keep your feet down flat. Go on down. Now, your knees might be trembling a little bit. That's normal. Do you see that blue dot on the ground? Pick it up. Don't think you can go that deep. Try again. Now count with me. Inhale. One, two, three. Exhale. One, two, three. Blueberry. One, two, three. Pick it up. Don't think you can do it. Pick it up. Try it. Pick that blueberry up with your rectal muscles. You might be trying too hard, loosen up. Listen to the saxophone. Cannonball, baby. Try again. You're doing great. Except you in the back row, squat. Okay, congrats. Anybody uh, managed to pick up a blueberry with their butthole? I teach every Thursday, uh, 9 a.m., so come again. And uh, beginners are welcome, of course. Play me some blueberry jazz. Drop the blueberry. Oh, God. 
I got the bronze. Very nice, very nice. Thank you for joining my yoga class. And that's some sexual healing right there. Where did this where did this blueberry where did this blueberry bit come from? Uh let's see. 2020, 2020 right before that uh situation, I ended up taking some yoga classes and I took this one class that was um probably too advanced for me. Yeah. And uh you know, they're like, Do we have any newcomers? And they're looking directly at me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, single me out. That's cool. Right. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm new to this and I just, you know, it's new year. I want to try this. And eventually that dude, like, it was weird. I never went back, but he was just like talking that way the whole time. He was just like, Yeah, once you once you really get down there and you loosen up, you'll you might be able to pick up a blueberry with your butthole. <laughs> and everybody's just laughing, like, Oh, he's so silly. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is a class I don't want to come back to. Right, right. <laughs> you know, he's coming up to me, correcting my posture. And sure. I'm just like, yeah, bro, are you trying to cut my balls right here? <laughs> at, like, any, at any point, did he just, you know, save you the, the job and put a blueberry in your butthole directly? <laughs> he's like, this is my master class. Here you go. I'm just going to pop it in there real he quick. He's like, Geoff, Geoff, what kind of fruit do you like? <laughs> and then I'm like, he's like, spread your legs, Jeff. And I was like, what did you just say? Did you just pronounce my name, Jeff? Cause you got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't happen often. Oh, of course. Whenever they see see that on paper, it's got to be. Joff. That's got to be your entire life. Is it had to happen? <laughs> Joff, how are you doing today, Joff? <laughs> are you doing well, Joff? Do you like bluebells, Joff? <laughs> What's going on with you? Are you having a good time in here in yoga class, Joff? Yeah. Thank yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Well, May twenty sixth is where you can want it so bad. Yeah, it's not a comedy song, by the way. It's a it's a real life situation song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. check it out. It's gonna be out there. Um, and yeah, again, it's it's funky. It's it's got soul. Um, it, it gets I'm you telling moving. you, the falsetto is still in my head. Hell yeah! You want it so bad. Fuck you know? yeah! All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. So look out for that, guys. Uh, Jeffro. Thank you, bro, so much for coming on the show and uh, and hanging out and jamming for an hour, man. It was My fun. pleasure. This was awesome. I appreciate you. Yeah, brother. Love you, man. Thanks. Peace. Peace.